from the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hey, welcome along to WIA National News for week commencing April 22, 2012. And by the look of the news scripts this week, I think we'll be able to take an early mark. I'd also like to take this opportunity to... Just remind the WIA directors and all the members, those ex-officios of the WIA, from contest managers to, well, whatever, all of us that are involved with the WIA, we really do need your help to keep this news going. So how about sending us news of what you're doing? I'm pretty sure that uh, you can find just 60 seconds Every, uh, every week or even every month to let your members know what's going on. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Radio in your inbox. VK1WIA. Now podcasting to the world. News on the national scene and in VK6, an antenna death is considered not suspicious. Police are investigating the death of a man who fell from his vehicle onto an antenna at his hobby farm. The 51-year-old man is believed to have suffered fatal injuries after he fell onto the 20-metre-high metal antenna at the property in West Australia. Police spokeswoman Ros Weatherall said the antenna was used for surveying services and had been removed by the man from the roof rack of his Land Cruiser just before the incident. Initial investigations reveal he may have slipped from the top of the Land Cruiser and fallen onto the 20-metre-high metal antenna. Astronomical and spectacular explosion on the sun. April 16, around 1745 UTC, magnetic fields curling over the sun's northeastern limb rose up and erupted, producing one of the most visually spectacular explosions in years. The event, which also produced an M1.7 class solar flare and a coronal mass ejection, was not Earth-directed. Nevertheless, it does confirm suspicions that a significant active region is rotating onto the Earth side of the Sun. The Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club, that's in VK2, their May meeting will be its AGM. Now, the meeting will be Friday, May 4, at the new clubhouse, 4 Moore Street, Glenbrook, at 8pm. All are welcome. Remember, there is a $2 fee for everybody attending the club. Paddle for Life, Lismore to Ballina, by the river. The 14th to the 16th of April saw about 40 canoes taking part and completing the second stage with no adverse incidents. Lismore, Karaki and Woodburn, six boats, two civvy boats giving uh, safety cover and comms assistance provided by Weissen with five operators with very good communications. Lions and other service clubs provided feeding and assistance at the stops with no accidents. Everybody completed the course with sometimes just a little boat help. If you go to the wia.org.au website and read the text edition, you'll see a link to the album page covering lots of photos of the Paddle for Life event. Summits on the air, active in VK. Now, you've heard of islands on the air. Now think tops of hills and mountains instead of islands, and you'll be thinking summits on the air or SOTA. SOTA commenced on the 1st of February in VK3 with 609 summits. Operators 
All across VK can participate by chasing activations on these summits or any other SOTA summits around the world. Indeed, some VK operators are already well on their way to the entry-level SOTA awards for both activators and chasers. For chasers, there are SOTA activations in VK3 most weekends and many of these are on 20 or 40 metres. Activations can be on any amateur band using any mode, so an activation can be as simple as carrying a handheld FM rig to the summit top. Don't miss out on your chance to be the ver- first VK Shack Sloth or the VK Mountain Goat. Blackhawk Down A Blackhawk pilot will be down at Paluma in North Queensland, active during AM and CW on Anzac Day. Yes, Chris, VK4FR, has advised he'll be leaving the chopper in the hangar and travelling to Paluma by road with a vehicle equipped with HF gear and portable internet to activate a site near the old World War II radar bunkers. He's certainly excited about joining the gang on AM and CW. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Wide Bay Burnett District of Queensland, it's relayed on 146.800 MHz VK4RBU Mount Gananaman at 0900 Australian Eastern Standard Time each Sunday. From the Maryborough Electronics and Radio Group, I'm Ray, VK4TPT. This is Alan, VK4FABR, from the Queensland Centenary Committee. On behalf of Mike Charteris, VK4QS, and members of the committee, we can announce that June 1st, 2012, will see the official launch of VK100WIQ on the airwaves to celebrate the centenary of the establishment of the Wireless Institute in Queensland. Our centenary has its origins at a meeting organised in 1912 by Mr Sidney Victor Colville, a broadcast radio engineer who held the amateur call sign XQF in Queensland. From this meeting in 1912 came the establishment of the Wireless Institute in the State of Queensland. Therefore we, the members of the Queensland Centenary Committee, would like to invite all amateur radio operators in Queensland and the rest of Australia to embrace this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work VK100WIQ. Those radio clubs in Queensland wishing to participate will be required to seek a three-day block by way of an online roster currently being established. VK100WIQ will be on air during the period June 1st to July 31st from radio clubs of Queensland operating on HF, VHF, UHF and most other amateur modes. They will be looking forward to working stations all over Australia and the rest of the world during their individual three-day blocks. The Centenary Committee is currently organising a special QSL card and Centenary Certificate for those making contact with VK100WIQ. Details will be posted on the Centenary website wiaq.org.au by June 1st, 2012. One of the highlights will be the holding of the Centenary President's Luncheon at the Harvey Bay RSL Club on Saturday, July 21st, 2012. Special guests include WIA President Mr Michael Owen, VK3KI, and WIA Director Mr Ewan McLeod, VK4ERM. If you will be attending this very special luncheon, then please contact Norm Greenaway, VK4NP, at nwg 46 at bigpond.com, president of the Harvey Bay Club. He would love to hear from you. 
The next day, Sunday, July 22nd, we'll see the Harvey Bay Amateur Radio Club hosting a free barbecue at the Harvey Bay SES buildings on Old Meribah Road, Pialba. What better way to top off the President's Luncheon on Saturday, then go out for dinner Saturday night and stay for the Sunday free barbecue and make a weekend of it in beautiful Harvey Bay. Harvey Bay will be hosting VK100WIQ and will be on air with it from the SES buildings on the day of the barbecue. So that's all from the Centenary Committee for now. Be sure to check your calendar, mark the dates in July and check out our website www.wiaq.org.au We look forward to seeing you at the President's Luncheon and working you on the air. This is Alan Roebuck, VK4FABR, for the Queensland Centenary Committee. The Wireless Institute of Australia paves the way for new amateurs to our bands. What use is an F-call? The annual National WIA Conference is just over a month away in Mildura. This year I'll be participating in my first and I wondered if there are any F-calls who'd like to go, but have some trepidation on the idea of attending an event with lots of strangers. Perhaps you might like to come along and share a room. I've got a large family suite with spare beds available, and if you're hesitant to be there because you know no one, perhaps this might help you. I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. Amateur radio, perhaps? Hi, hi. If you'd like to take me up on this offer, get in touch. The contact details are in the text edition. People are inventive, continually trying new things, solving problems, discovering new ones, making and breaking things and scratching an itch. Amateurs are no different. Well, they are, but in essence, they're no different from people. Amateurs just like to invent more stuff than the average person on the street. Meet any group of amateurs in the wild, and before long you'll be embroiled in a discussion about how to solve a problem that is bugging one of you. There'll be hand-waving, charts, calculators and good cheer to fill up the room. If you're new to amateur radio, you might find yourself overwhelmed by all this interaction. All you did was get your shiny new licence and turn up. Now all these experts are jabbering on about stuff you know next to nothing about. Ironically, if you stop and think about it for a moment, you'll quickly come to the realisation that this is true for everyone in the room. Some people did this yesterday, others last year, and some have been around since before you were born. The only trick in interacting with these people is to ask questions. Hearing a new amateur on air is a similar experience. What do you talk about, and how do you avoid looking silly? I can't help with looking silly, but wearing a clown costume on air is generally not a problem, since we're really only working with audio. More seriously, looking silly is in the eye of the beholder. If your intent is to learn, there can be no place for looking silly. So my advice to you is to walk into the room or push your talk button and have a go. Ultimately, this hobby contains many different people, some of whom are going to share many of your interests. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. International News, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. CT1FBF brings news of an extension to the amateur radio 6 metre band. He wrote... 
The National Communications Authority of Portugal, ICP Anacom, welcomes the proposal of two amateur radio colleagues, Carlos, CT1DHM, and Costa, CT1FBF, in order to amend the upper range limit of 50.5 MHz on the 6-metre band. From April 26, 2012, the date of the complete switch-off of the analogue TV broadcasting transmissions to digital terrestrial television. The new limits of the band allocation for Portugal will be from 50 MHz to 52 MHz. Such opening regarding the new upper limit for Portuguese ham radio 6 metre band was possible thanks to the end of the old analogue signal TV broadcasting transmissions on the lower VHF band, channels 2 to 4, after that date. World Amateur Radio Day On 18th of April 2012, Radio Amateurs celebrated World Amateur Radio Day on the 87th anniversary of the founding of the International Amateur Radio Union, or IARU. This year's theme was Amateur Radio Satellites, celebrating 50 years in space, in remembrance of the launching of Oscar I on the 12th of December 1961 and the launch of Oscar II on the 2nd of June 1962. Disappointingly, Nothing was heard after our initial notification here on VK1WIA News from any society or organisation in Australia of any celebration in VK. In 1924, ARRL President Hiram Percy Maxim, W1AW, had scheduled a business trip to Europe. While in Europe, Maxim was asked by the ARRL Board of Directors to represent the ARRL in fostering international relations between amateurs. Following an informal meeting in 1924, representatives from France, Great Britain, Belgium, Switzerland, Italy, Spain, Luxembourg, Canada and the United States formulated a plan to hold an International Amateur Congress in Paris, France in April 1925 for the purpose of founding the IARU. Representatives from Europe, North America, South America and Asia attended the Congress adopting a constitution for the IARU on April 17. At a closing assembly on the following day, officers were elected and the actions of the Congress ratified by representatives from 25 countries. Thus, April 18 became the official birthday of the IARU and is now designated World Amateur Radio Day. There were, however, several special event stations from other IARU member societies active on different dates during April. In South Africa, ZS6 IARU will be active from April 18, QSL via ZS4BS. In Mexico, 6 Hotel 1 IARU is active. Chile, 3 Golf 87 IARU. Bulgaria, Lima Zulu 1 WARD. Switzerland, Hotel Bravo 9 WARD. Poland, Hotel Fox 87 WARD and Liberia, Echo Lima 2, Radio Lima. A decision from the New Zealand Association of Radio Transmitters will have an impact on several of its branches. Those where repeater and beacon licenses currently held in the name of NZART will be handed back to them. The current system of invoicing and renewals means a heavy administrative workload for the society's resources at the time when subscription renewals are also being processed. This will mean that this coming November, when the individual licenses are up for renewal, 
Each branch will receive the license renewal invoice directly from the government telecommunications regulatory authority. This, in turn, means that that branch secretaries will need to be aware of this and to ensure that payment is made by the due date. Failure to do so may result in the license being canceled. Unlike the United States, where individual hams own and hold licenses to repeaters, in many nations, it's a national society that the repeater and beacon licenses are held. Now, those hams involved merely build and maintain repeaters. In fact, in some nations, these hams are known as repeater keepers rather than owner-operators of such devices. Derek Gravett, ZS5Y in Scottsburg, South Africa, has established a new 50 megahertz South African Radio League Earth Moon record. This by making contact with Mike Stahl, K6MYC in Northern California, here in the United States. On April the 4th, the two completed a QSO on EME using the JT65A digital mode. JT65 was developed by Joe Taylor, K1JT, and released in late 2003. It's intended for extremely weak but slowly varying signals, such as those found on troposcatter or, of course, EME paths. Here in the United States, Tim Aramond, who is N0BYH, has been awarded the Boy Scouts District Award of Merit. This for his work in promoting amateur radio with the Boy Scouts in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. The award recognizes Ironmon's extraordinary service to youth that's included instruction to help prepare the scouts to take the amateur radio exam, as well as his service as a merit badge counselor for electricity, electronics, and radio. It also noted that he was also one of the adult leaders behind the local K0BSA. Those stories from the Average Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6 ITF. From the WIA News Hub in Brisbane and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. In radio sport, last weekend, many stations right across the world took part in the Titanic Remembrance Celebrations. In Redcliffe, in southeast Queensland, the Redcliffe Amateur Radio Club, they certainly played a big role. Here is VK4 Charlie Fox. The club's brightly coloured tent stood out among the old maritime relics in the pristine area of the banks of the Brisbane River. And as Bevan says, the tent wasn't in the best position for radio communication, but the operators persisted bravely. There were also many visitors to the radio tent, which included families as a result of the extensive media advertising associated with the Titanic. Many questions were asked about Morse code and the role that radio played in the Titanic disaster. Most visitors were actually fascinated to see the operators sending and receiving CW and many visitors were able to send Morse themselves with keys attached to audio oscillators. The club had three operators until about 1100 Zulu and one... Bevan also reports that the QSL cards for the event have been printed last Wednesday and the lo- as soon as the logs are collated, the task of sending out the QSL cards will begin. Operational News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ. Special events in on-air contest column, Dateline 2012. VKZL AMCW on Anzac Day, April 25. 
VK Sedal Trans Tasman Contest 80 metres phone May 12. VK Shires Contest June 9 and 10. ZL NZART Memorial Contest July 1st full weekend. VK ZL Trans Tasman Contest 80 plus 160 metres July 21. VK Remembrance Day Contest August 11 and 12. Worldwide International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend August 18 and 19. AMNCW for ANZAC Day. The SA Repatriation General Hospital will be on air for AMNCW on ANZAC Day. Andrew VK5CV has advised that a team of operators will be activating Adelaide's Repatriation General Hospital during the event as part of the hospital's 70-year celebrations. Andrew has confirmed that special event call VI70RGH has been issued for this historic activation. Special event stations DX and Beacon and NetAdvice. First activation of Botley Flour Mills for Mills on the Air weekend. Botley Flour Mills near Southampton in the UK is one of the oldest known milling sites and is listed in the Doomsday Book and is believed to have been a mill site in pre-Roman times. The mill will be activated for what is believed to be the first time with the call sign GB0BFM for Mills on the Air weekend on the 12th and 13th of May. From 1,100 to 1,600 hours BST with an NOV for 80 metres, 40 metres, 2 metres and 70 centimetres. The station will be run by M0IED and Father G6FRT and other members of the Igen Valley Radio Club with added assistance from Southampton University Wireless Society. IndyX EA3OW is now active through May 12th as EA3OW stroke HH8 from Southern Haiti. Listen after him on 40 through 10 metres using SSB, RITI and digital modes. QSL virus home call sign EA3OW. DJ9RR will be on the air as S79RR from Ma Island between May the 15th and the 23rd. Activity on 40 through 10 metres using CW and RITI. QSL virus home call sign DJ9RR. Members of the Jersey Contest Group will be active as DJ2A from the Isle of Jersey during the Radio Society of Great Britain's Islands on the Air Contest. This event taking place July 28 and 29. QSL direct to DJ3DVC. Mozambique Operation. ZSXJR and ZSXDJD will be operating from Mozambique for seven days starting from the 3rd of May 2012. QDH is Shay Shay, Mozambique, 400 kilometres north of the capital, and they will operate all vertical antennas with the earthwise in lake water, 40 metres to 10 metres. The 2012 Asian Weightlifting Championships is being held this month in South Korea. To celebrate the event, the special call sign DT12AWC is activated until the 30th of April. QSL manager is DS2GOO. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. As time goes by, VK4BB rewinds to Ham Radio's halcyon days. Rewinding we go. Radio Ham established broadcasting. Amateur radio operator Frank Conrad, 8XK, established the concept of radio broadcasting. Frank first became interested in radio in 1912 when, in order to settle a bet on the accuracy of a watch, he built a radio in order to hear time signals from the Arlington, Virginia National Naval Observatory. He then constructed in his garage a new transmitter, licensed in 1916 as 8XK, whose signal could be heard throughout the Pittsburgh area. 
In response to popular demand, Frank began broadcasting for two hours each Wednesday and Saturday night. You can watch Frank Conrad Invents Broadcasting by doing a YouTube Google. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, it is relayed on 6 metres on 53.1 MHz AM at 0900 hours Central Standard Time. I'm Ben, VK5, Bravo Bravo. Well, I think we'll all be able to have an early mark this week in WIA National News. Before we go, though, a quick look at the social scene for 2012. The last event left in April. April 28 in VK6 is Hargfest. That's the Hills Amateur Radio Group. In May, May 3 to 18, VK5, the Weil International 2012 Australia Meet. May 5 to 6, Radar and Mark Clairview Gathering. That's in VK4. May 25 to 27 in VK3 is a WIA annual conference. That's in Mildura. May 26 in VK4 is a bark fest. That's a ham fest at the Mount Gravatt Showgrounds, 9am. The Queensland Cassowary Coast once again will be home to Fanag. That's June 8 to 11 in VK4. June 9 to 10 in VK5, Southeast Radio Group's convention at Mount Gambier. July 14 in VK4, the Wide Bay Ham Fest, the West Meribah Scout Hall. July 21, VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Ham Fest at Cranbourne. July 21 in VK4, it's the WIA VK4 Club President's Lunch at Harvey Bay. November 25 in VK3, Spark Ham Fest at Rosebud. Now, I mentioned the WIA Annual Conference, and that is still going ahead. We haven't had a lot of news on this of uh, late. I think Bob, uh, VK6POP, popped in a couple of weeks ago with some information. But just to refresh our memory, May 25, 26 and 27, and the details for the 2012 Annual Conference are on wia.org.au. The host club is Sunraysia Radio Group, led by Gary Bryant, VK3KYF, and Noel Ferguson, VK3FI. WIA members who register for the event will be able to participate in a range of fascinating and memorable activities. Submitting news items. If you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1 WIA broadcasts, please email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au. Now, to submit audio, read How to Submit Items in the weekly news page on the wia.org.au site. Remember, the sooner you submit material, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. Each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions, submit different slants to keep your event fresh. Societies and club newsletter editors can exchange a feed prior to the actual broadcast date. Again, email nationalnews at wia.org.au for details. Callbacks follow the RF editions, but also for text readers, you may like to lodge a quick reply to let us know you read it. Who knows? You might even get a shout-out or a cheerio call. Again, we'd like to thank our dedicated band of broadcast volunteers who utilise their time and equipment in bringing you this weekly broadcast. The purpose of WIA News, 
to rapidly provide news of interest to active amateurs residing in Australia and the globe. And let's face it, we're going to be one heck of a lot quicker than AR Magazine. We strongly encourage membership in the Wireless Institute of Australia and participation in the activities of local clubs. Now, music. We've been... This old chestnut keeps coming up year after year. It must be nearly getting on for 20 years. But once again... In the LCDs, no mention is made of music. Opinions expressed in WIA News are those of the writers who submit material and don't necessarily reflect those of the rebroadcasters nor the national WIA, but they're broadcast in the spirit in which they were submitted. Now, if you submit something, you might like to just uh, note on it if there is an end date, particularly with things like uh, nets, etc., because far too often we find people send in Nets And I, I take here uh, as an example, one that's uh, come to uh, light is uh, we've been broadcasting for many a year nets for AMSAT VK. Now, we just don't hear from AMSAT VK, but they did let us know that the net advice was incorrect. So if you send us some information for nets, etc., please do the right thing. If that net closes or if it shifts time, etc., let us know so we can keep everything Fresh and hunky-dory in this, the WIA National News. I'm Graham VK4BB. We will see you next week. Till then, walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.